So, Tommy, firstly, what was your favourite schoolboy memory for Breeden Hill Middle School? Uh, I remember there was this one school that we used to play, and we played them every couple of weeks, which was a lot for cricket um, when I was at Breeden. It was Hanley, Hanley Castle, I think they were yeah. called. Um, we played all our games there. We'd literally only ever play them, or we played RGS Worcester sometimes. Um, but, yeah, I think the, the best moment from Breedens when we went to RGS obviously these all these private school kids kind of walk up in their blazers and their all their kit and we we kind of just have the scraps um and I remember we beat them like really easily um and obviously they weren't expecting it at all so yeah it was it was pretty cool kind of take one back at them <laughs> yeah I think I, I think I remember that actually I think because Miles played too didn't he yeah he did I remember that. so do you feel you um they rocked the Cricket whites and school shoe combo quite well. Yeah, I think that's the only way to go about it, really. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Good stuff, mate. So now I'm going to move on to Dumbleton. Lovely. Um, so how instrumental was Dumbleton in creating a love for the game of cricket for you? It must have been the thing that, you know... Oh. Yeah, it's massive. It was the thing that got me into cricket. Um, obviously, living about three houses down helps... Um, so I could go and watch whenever I wanted. I could go up to the nets whenever I wanted. There was loads of people my age that played. Um, and I think the general setup that we have at Dumbleton is really good. It's really big when it's junior cricket. Um, so they were always always encouraging us to play, always encouraging us to go up the age group to challenge ourselves. Um, and then also getting us into the um, adult cricket as well. So just from, from the outset, Dumbleton was, has always been the best. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Um, so what are your favourite moments from junior cricket at Dumbleton? I think the one that sticks out to me, under 13s, I think it was under 13s, I think I might have been under 12, um, and we had a really good side, likes of Miles and people in that one, um, and we went to the national finals, we went all the way in this national cup, um, and we got to the national final, unfortunately lost in the final, oh, it was amazing, it was an amazing day, we got like given kit, um, pink ball music on, and it was... Mm. Yeah, it was a proper good day. So, obviously, we all know some of those players. Um, are they still close mates now? People you played with at a really young age? Yeah, so Miles I've known since... I can't even remember mm. uh, that I was that young. Um, we still play with him now. Still playing in the first team with him now. Nick Schubach as well, he's another one that was in there. Ryan. Um, so, yeah, most, most of that team are still at Dumbleton. Still playing adult cricket, which I think is... It's pretty cool. Tonight, what did you look forward to more? The cricket session itself or the hot dog and the piss about after? <laughs> that is an unbelievable question. I know what I prefer. For me, it was, you know, as soon as I took that catch, which probably took me about <laughs> 10 attempts, before your dad hit me one, you know, about two feet in the air, so I couldn't drop it. <laughs> I think, I think the, the after it was always brilliant. Feeling like you were staying up really late in the evening. Sort of, we, I remember just going in the corner and just whack balls at each other, see if we could stop them, diving and stopping them. Um, whacking balls in the tree and catching them off the rebound. Um, and just things like that. And it was it was such good fun. The sessions were good fun as well, actually. But I think afterwards, getting your hot dog, getting your donut, whatever it was. And then just going and just having to mess about in the nets until it was literally impossible to play because you couldn't see the person standing next mm. to you. Uh, yeah, those times were, they were good fun. Good fun, I remember it well. Um, so obviously, Dumbleton, as far as it goes, or for sort of the villages around us, 
the standard of coaching in the junior program is pretty um spot on. So how important do you think that sort of when you're on that left side of the field, you know, next to the car park, first starting out, how important was that? Massive, massive, massive. I think when you know you've got like experienced good coaches, but not only that, but like coaches that were willing to like help you and that were just like really good people as well. Um, and knowing that everyone there, I think Dumpton's always been really good because it's just been a really friendly place. Um, so for young kids coming in, for me coming in when I was whatever I was, probably five or six, coming in and training, it was just, oh, it was it was really good. It was always so welcoming and you felt like you could just run wild almost. So what did it feel like for you to first break into the first eleven for Dumbleton? Obviously your home side. Do you remember that first time you played for the... I do, I do. Um, just I'm talk to me about it. Back. Somewhere was it? So we were, I was, I want to say 13, um, go taker. I remember we rocked up and they were like way better than us. It was like last game of the year, we were almost bottom of the league, I think, mm-hmm. and they were in the top. Um, and they just wanted to like throw me in almost, just have a go, because there was nothing to lose really. Um, I remember I absolutely loved it. Um, it was brilliant. Everyone was so like supportive of it. And kind of going out and playing for the first team of the club that you've been basically living out for your entire life was yeah. it was pretty cool. So do you feel um obviously you've been thrown in there at a very young age? Have you ever struggled with well certainly let's start now with just at your younger sort of stage. Did you ever struggle with pressure at all, or do you think you thrived under it? Uh, I think I thrived to a certain extent. Um, I think I think with Dumbleton it was always a pretty positive place and because I was the young one they almost took the pressure completely off me um, and just said whatever happens happens almost um, but I think as I kind of got to the 15, 16 age when I started to do a bit better um, expectation kind of sits in a little bit and mm-hmm. I feel like it's more of an internal pressure rather than the external pressure kind of you think you, you should be performing um, yeah. rather than people thinking you should be performing if that makes sense yeah so obviously adding on to that you look at the top level um Especially as a batsman, pressure is a massive thing. It only takes a few bad scores. Yeah. And then getting that next score is the hardest thing. It's, you know, you are, you attack it two ways. You either play freely, sort of ignore the pressure on your back, or you let it get to you. When do you think, do you notice it now more that you're at a sort of higher level of cricket, that the pressure's there if you've yeah. got a bad string of form? Yeah, I think kind of every step that you take up, um, there's, you, obviously you have your first, first few games you kind of settle into it first game or two you might sort of shackles are off whatever they don't really expect anything of you um, but then as you sort of get into it you start to think that you're sort of playing for your place um, and that's when I think it can it can come to bite you a little bit because um, then you just overthink way too much and by the time you've done that you're already out yeah cool. kind of back at you I've got two more Dumbleton question. So, firstly, I don't know if you obviously you're involved in Dumbleton last summer. Um, looking, if you're ever there on a Friday night, I don't know. But how does the junior program look now compared to when you were there? Does it look different? Have there been any changes that you're aware of, or is it more of the uh, same because you know if it ain't yeah. broke, don't fix it, sort of thing? It's it's not as busy anymore. Okay. Um, it's a bit quieter, and but there is a lot more young ones. So there's obviously the All-Stars and the Dynamos programme. Um, so you have a lot more sort of five to nine-year-olds 
um, a few less older ones. But um, yeah, I think on a whole, there's probably a few less numbers. Um, but yeah, there's the inclusion of the much younger ones that wasn't there when I was there. And so going on from that, so you've got the All Stars and the Dynamo program. Do you think they are two things? So, firstly, do you think they're they've been key in sort of getting more people to play cricket from what you've noticed? Yeah, definitely. Because I've helped out in a few di- um, few All Star sessions, and it's not necessarily all cricket based. It's sort of just have a bit of fun and sort of involve cricket slightly in it. Um, and I think that's really important because it sort of sets the basis that cricket's just a fun time to play and then hopefully it kind of makes them stay <laughs> for the next few years. Yeah, so obviously that's good. Um, do you think it's a worry? I've seen it a lot. Do you think it's a worry that maybe it's just a activity to keep the kids busy or do you think yeah. do you think there could be more do you think there could be more influence on technique or do you think at that age it's just you do whatever you can to keep yeah. them interested? I think, yeah, I think you've got to get the balance because, as you say, if, if you bore them with some technique, they're just not going to listen and go absolutely wild. Um, but at the same time, you don't want them to just, just mess about for an hour. Um, so, yeah, I think, it, I think it's just getting the balance. And the sessions that I've been to have been have been good. They're sort of cricket exercises that are sort of involved running around and having fun. So, yeah, I think it's just the balance of it is important. Yeah. Obvious, other than the obvious thing, what was your sort of, Favourite adult cricketing moment other than this summer, if you know what I mean? That would be my first 100 that I got off the first team. That was Talk me through it. a big thing for me. So that was not the season we just had, but the season before. So I would have been 16. Um, playing at Thornbury, who were top of the league at the time. Um, and he actually got promoted that year. And yeah, I remember it was I was in good form going into the game. Um, I think I got dropped early on, which... Is always a bonus, and then uh, yeah, I just I loved it. It just expressed myself, got to my hundred, and it, I remember it was, an, it was an amazing feeling getting mm. your first one under your belt. Because I feel like after the first one, then things can start start to come a bit a bit better. Um, but yeah, getting that first hundred was was massive. What were the nineties like? They were shaky. They were shaky. I remember I, I was I was lucky enough to get through them quite quickly. I think hit back to back fours. Um, okay to get to 99 and then I, I just got a single the next ball so I was lucky but it was in my back of the mind my whole time I was I couldn't stop thinking about it um, yeah oh so yeah it was, it was nerve wracking okay so moving on to the obvious Village Cup I was I that was my favourite day obviously I, what I want to do is sports journalism and for me being in the media centre at Lords is pretty much you being out in the middle at Lords it's you know yeah. What I want yeah. to do. So I love that day. Probably not as much as, you know, it's just a great day. Um, so can you talk me through the sort of a journey to the final? How difficult was it? Summarise it. Yeah, it was tough. Um, I I didn't play every round in the VKO. I played first round, um, like third or something in the semi final um, before the Lords. And it's always something you've wanted to get. It's, it's always been something you've wanted to reach. Um, so it's kind of that. Added pressure and sort of the old boys are sort of always nagging us, trying to get us there. Um, but I remember what, one of our hardest games was the first round. Um, okay. It's sort of like the worst. It's always been us versus Astral Bank. Um, two both quite good teams, pretty evenly matched. And I remember when we beat them, um, we just beat them first round, and we knew that we we were good and we had a good chance. 
Um, and then the next few rounds after that, I think we won quite comfortably. Sort of until the semi-final, actually, we won reasonably comfortably. Um, and then that semi-final day up at Rainford in Liverpool was miles away. Um, and it was it was proper close game. It was a terrible wicket, which just made it even more nerve-wracking. Yeah. It was, but yeah, that was that was a proper proper close day. But then the relief after winning that game, knowing we were going to Lords, was there was not many better feelings. So, would you say it's the pinnacle of your cricketing career so far? Yeah, yeah, that's been the best day of cricket I've had ever, without a doubt. So, you're watching you hit those sixes into the Dumbleton crowd. Was that premeditated at all, or was that just you know slog sweep? But... It's it's sort of my go-to whenever yeah whenever I get under a bit of pressure, I sort of back myself to go that way. And obviously, it was pretty short that day, so I thought, why not? Um, it's a nice wicket. He's bowling off. He's into the short boundary. Um, so it was pretty premeditated. I was sort of went for the right length, but it was always in the back of my mind. Um, I was going to play it, so. Yeah, it was mostly premeditated. That must have been pretty surreal, seeing it, you know, sail into the Dumbleton. Yeah. You must have enjoyed that. Quite a big roar whenever it happened as well, which just cheered you on, egged you on even more as well, which is, yeah, it was proper. How did your preparation compare for the final at Lords compared to the semi-final? Did you do anything different or was it more of the same? What were the sort of days before it like? Um, so, I was actually there the day before, but the other lads, they all had a net the day before in the nursery ground so they were given that opportunity um, which I assume most people wouldn't do for a normal Saturday game or early rounds in the cup um, so yeah they were able to net for a couple hours um, on the grass wickets um, on the nursery ground so yeah the preparation would have been um, more than usual um, on game day we stuck to just our normal our normal routines um, you know crickets get pretty superstitious so I don't want to change too much um, so yeah, game day it was, it was pretty similar, but then yeah, going into um, the day, days before it was a bit more build up. How do you feel when you came up to bat and walked down the through the long room? Was that was, you must have been pretty nervous? But was that the most nervous you'd been? Oh, I was I was nervous standing in the changing rooms. Um, I saw Ross get out, and I sort of walked down, and I just got excited almost. Um, kind of walking through the long room, I tried to take it in as much as possible because you never know if that's going to happen again. Um, and yeah, the walkout was actually miles. It was so far away. It, t- it felt like I was mm. walking forever to get out there. Um, but yeah, I was I was nervous. Um, getting that first run was a big sort of relief. Was that your first time? I assume that was your first time with a crowd that big. Um, yeah. Did that change the way you played at all? Uh, not necessarily. Or did it play in your mind, or you know, was that... Was there a sort of feeling of expectation? Not really, to be fair. I kind of... I I guess I was almost so in the zone. I almost blocked it out. Um, So, yeah, it it never really came across my mind. Obviously, it was nice whenever you hit a boundary. You get this big roar from from the left-hand side or whatever it was, from a little dumpton. Yeah, for me, I I tried to ignore it as much as possible, to be fair. So how did the sort of Calmore bowling cap attack compared to anything you've ever, ever played before? Is it more sort of just more of the same from the earlier rounds just on a bigger stage? Uh, they were the open bowlers especially, they were they were on it. They were a lot more consistent than we've we'd come across in the um 
in the competition. I think that's what it showed. We were only like 25 the first 10 overs or something. Um, so yeah, those opening bowlers especially were, they were, they were, yeah, they didn't really move off their line of length, but sort of as it, as we went through the spinners and their later bowlers, it sort of came back to a normal level. Mm. And how, you know, important was it? I think it was Dan, wasn't it? Who Was it Dan who decided, you know, when he started to kick on and really yeah. up the run rate, how important was that little period of the game? Uh, you and Dan, I think it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sort of like, yeah. Yeah, I remember it. It was yeah, when the first spinner came on and Dan, Dan decided to take him on straight away. Mm. Um, and I thought it was just a big momentum change. It sort of gave me the licence to do it as well. Sort of allowed me to open up as well rather than just hiding in my shell. So, um, so you felt... You started off a bit cautious, and then sort of as soon as Dan yeah. did that, you sort of flourished into your own game. Yeah, I think you, you don't really want to be the guy that doesn't really get any awards. You sort of want to do as well as you can. Um, so yeah, I think Dan sort of kicking on um, and playing some of those shots he did against a spinner over the top, it just sort of switched it back in our favour, and we capitalised on that. Yeah, and what did it mean to have obviously all your all the people you know in the village? Uh, all the people you spent your whole life with and your family there, you know, what did it mean to perform in front of them and bring, oh, it, bring it home? It was incredible. It was incredible. It was, I think, a lot for a lot of us players. We were doing it for us, but I know it sounds cliche, but we were doing it a lot for, for the club as well. There's there's boys who have been playing in that competition for 35, 40 years um, and the old boys who entered it 50 years ago. And for them to, you know, to win it, is, yeah, it, was, it was amazing. So obviously you're now Gloucestershire Academy, is that right? Yeah. Which is, is that different from sort of age groups? So you go age group and then you go academy, is that a separate thing? Yeah, so there's age groups up to under 18s and then it's the academy which is like the, there's only four of us on it this year, mm. like the, the top four players I guess um, and that's only under 18 as well um, but we sort of train on our own. Um, there's three of us in our year and one lad in the year below me. Have, um, have you played any twos games yet? Or Yeah, I've played, I probably played six or seven, um, which have been tough. Um, haven't had massive amounts of success, but yeah, they've been, they've been good fun. So would you say, um, apart from obviously the England under-19, I guess, but would you say that the Gloucestershire playing in the twos is the best sort of standard you? Yeah, yeah, 100%. Tell me what it's like. Facing you know bowlers who are it's, it's pretty scary at times to be fair. Um, facing I'm facing Josh Tongue, Worcester lad. Mm. Um, he's a big boy and he was yeah he was sharp. He actually hit me in the throat, which was mm. pretty nasty. Um, so yeah, it can be pretty intimidating being the, the young person. They almost almost target you a little bit. Um, being the young guy. Um, but yeah, it's good fun. You sort of thrive off it, I guess. How did it feel to sort of play for the academy twos the first time? Walking out there, nervous again? This is levels above. Uh, I thought two, for two's debut, um, I was weirdly calm. I was expecting myself to be really nervous. Um, but I remember the captain and the coach sort of saying to me before the game, like, we, it, like it's just an experience almost. Like, we don't, we don't care how you do. Um, and that sort of just made me do myself a bit more allowed me to play freely um, and yeah I, just, yeah I played quite well that day I was 50 something or other so yeah it was it was nice to have that sort of support Good Would you say it's the first sort of time you felt genuine pressure for you know you need to get scores or is that is that something you don't feel as much you don't worry about uh, it, I think definitely sort of 
come into my fifth or sixth games and I hadn't made that much of an impact yet, I sort of thought that if I don't do great this week, I probably won't get picked next week sort of thing. Um, and so, yeah, you start to put a bit of pressure on yourself, um, which can only ever lead to bad things, really, most of the time. How do you deal with that pressure, personally? I, I, I try just to be... I just tell myself to be myself as much as possible because um, I know that I, to get to that level, I've been myself and done what I know I can do. So I just basically just tell myself to back myself and relax as much as possible. Yeah, so obviously um, for cricketers, you're sort of on your own a lot of the time, um, especially as a batsman. Yeah. It, I don't know, at all the levels, so club, international, county, whatever, schools, do you think, you know, a batsman can very much struggle mentally with the pressure. Is there mental health support and things like that? People you can talk to within your team? Yeah, there's there's loads. Um, so we have, uh, we have a psychologist. Wherever you go, there's a psychologist. Whether that's in the academy, in the twos, with the English stuff, there's a psychologist that you can talk to anytime, whenever you want. They're literally available 24-7. Um, and there's also this thing called the PCA. Um, which is something that helps us. Um, it's not cricket-based, it's sort of just person-based. Mm-hmm. Um, and they sort of try to build us as people rather than as cricketers, if that makes sense. Um, and they're always on the end of the phone as well, so yeah, it's really good. Do you consider yourself sort of a Red Bull specialist or both? You know, you can, do you think you're quite versatile or is that something you prefer? I prefer Red Bull. I love playing Red Bull stuff. Um, and I've, I've kind of always been a bat long sort of guy um, I can hit out a little bit but I've only got a little twig arms I can't hit it very far England under 19 yeah. what did it mean to get your call up how did it come about sort of summarise the whole sort of initial it was it was amazing I mean I got the call I got the call on the morning of the Rainford semi-final okay. VKO um, so I was in a hotel room with Miles and Nick Schubach I got this call off a random number. I missed the call three times and then finally picked it up and he told me that I'd been picked. And it was, I wasn't expecting it at all. It sort of came from nowhere. We had no communications about anything. Um, so we just got the call and, and that was that really. Um, then leading up to it, I was absolutely buzzing. Um, got to it and I didn't, I didn't play very well, which is a bit of a shame, but the experience was pretty cool. So. So obviously you said it surprised you. Literal, complete surprise. You had no sort of indication that they might be looking at you. It was just... No, well, we had this regional... Uh, it's called Super Force, which is like a regional mm-hmm. competition, I guess. Um, but then yeah, I didn't really do that well at that either. And then, yeah, I, I was quite happy. I wasn't expecting anything. And to get that call, was, yeah, it was pretty cool. Did you get much stash? You must get no, some... That must, that's got to be the best bit, isn't it? Absolutely, got the England lid, that was the best bit. What were the, sort of, obviously when you went there, what were the facilities like, the net sort oh, of things like that? Light and day compared to, you know? Yeah, it was, we were at Loughborough Uni, mm. um, so obviously they've got everything there. Um, they've got specialists like fast bowling units that they use, and they've got um, the grass nets that we were batting on were like absolute roads. Yeah. So it was, they have anything you want, it was, yeah, it was, it was Real good. Proper stuff. Um, what was it like meeting the lads? Obviously, that must have been your. It was one of your most recent proper times. You just, I guess, you're walking in. You don't really know many of these people. Yeah, so I, I'd never met any of them before. 
played against them, some of them, but never met them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I knew that they sort of knew each other, so I was a bit of an outsider, but it, you sort of get involved quick enough. All the lads were really nice boys, so it was all right, yeah, it was nice. Again, tell me what it was like to go out the bat for England the first time in England under-19s, and also after that, can you tell me the fa- your favourite sort of ground you played on? I was absolutely bricking it um, <laughs> going into it. Um, it was the most nervous I've ever been going out to bat, and that was in the warm-up game. Um, I got first ball, actually, in the first warm-up game. First ball for England 19s, I got out. Um, so <laughs> going into the second, it was a bit shaky as well. Um, and then we played at, I got the chance to go to Chelmsford, which was Essex's ground, mm-hmm. um, which was a reasonably nice place. Um, yeah, it was, it, was, yeah, it was pretty lovely. Best bowler you've faced, you, mes- you mes- mentioned Josh Tung. Um, best, was he the best player, best bowler you faced and why? absolute rookie on the scene he's been on the scene for years he's got millions of wickets in first class mm. cricket um, and I'm deep in his back pocket at the moment he was had me on an absolute string um, yeah he was he was a proper good good stuff um, any do you have any sort of superstitions when you go out to bat you do any Steve Smith dances or? <laughs> I have I have a routine when I walk out to bat so I stop behind the rope tap my bat twice Step in, do a little hop skip and a jump, and then yeah. I'm in. Um, but then from that, um, I don't have any. I don't have anything else. I try to stay away from it as much as I can. You just crack on. So obviously, since you've been to England, um, do you think that was sort of your one? Was that the wake up call that said, you know, I'm an athlete now, and you start living like an athlete? Do you live like an athlete, or I guess <laughs> I'd it? I'd like to think so. Yeah. I'd like to think so. Um, most of the time, anyway. I think obviously they're quite strict. Strict and you're there, um, but yeah, it, it was it was it was still pretty relaxed. It's obviously still cricket. It's not the most vigorous of sports, mm-hmm. um, so they were reasonably relaxed. But then again, they were yeah, they were on it as well. Yeah, I'd like to think I might get my late call up and just be a Rakeem Cornwall. <laughs> still on. Yeah, eat the pies and hit the sixes. That's the plan, I reckon. <laughs> um, all right, so moving on. Um, Explain, is it Froster you've moved to? Um, yeah. Is that how it's said? Yeah, Froster, yeah. Where, whereabouts is it? I should have done the move. It's Stroud. It's Stroud, okay. Uh, explain the move, what, you know, why? I basically just went there to play Prem 1 cricket. Um, Stumpton in a third tier. Um, Froster recently promoted to Prem 1. Do you know anything about the side? Sort of what's your expectations? Of next uh, year. Yeah, so I, play, I played against them loads. We were, because obviously they're one of our local clubs. Um, played against them a lot. I know the captain really well. I played. He plays in the twos at Gloucester. Um, I played age group stuff with him. So yeah, I, I know the club quite well. So hopefully it'll be a pretty good environment to go to. And finally, what's your plans for winter? I've, I've basically just told myself to make it as hard as possible for myself this winter and try to test myself as much as I can. Um, to make sure that I'm, I'm I'm ready for the for the season ahead, ready for that twos cricket that I want to play. Um, so yeah, just challenge myself every time that I can. Uh, and how 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 do you do that? You know, at uh, school. Main, I think for me, mainly facing um, like pro bowlers as much as I can in the winter nets, facing as much quick bowling as I can, as quick as I can, facing the best spinners 
we get the chance to train with the pros once a week. Um, so getting as stuck in with that as I can. Um, I'm hoping that'll leave me good stuff.